Okay, welcome to Abnormal Adventures. My guest today is Sean, who is my brother. Hello, Sean. Hi, I'm Sean. Are you, are you frozen? Am I supposed to say the more than that? My name is Sean. I'm Carrie's brother. I work at YouTube and I live in California. <laughs> That works. That totally works. That's totally fine. Um, we are, yeah. So we are going to talk a bit about you working. At, is it called Silicon Valley? Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Okay. Um, so yeah. you've, uh, I know your story, but kind of tell people your story. Like you're from Canada and how did you get involved with YouTube and how long have you been there? Um... Yeah. Um, I mean, I was always kind of a computer nerd, I think, like ever since mom brought home the like first janky ass computer that we got. Uh, and it was like, TV's boring. I'm going to mess with this thing instead. Um, and eventually that led to me going to school, uh, to university for computer science. And through like sort of strokes of luck and meeting people through like friends of a friend, friend chain stuff um, while I was at uh, university. I met some people who worked at Google there, um, ended up getting like referrals, um, and just barely did well enough on my interviews to, uh, to get a job at YouTube. And I've been there, it'll, I think it's almost six months or six, six years, in like a week or something longer than six months. Yeah. No, like next week or something, I think is my six year Google versary, which is fun um what kind of like because i don't ask you these things i when you first got hired you were on a secret project which isn't secret anymore but is it called uh youtube play play question mark it's, it's youtube it gaming gaming i can picture the logo um, that's about it youtube it's, gaming so we we at first we were doing like um a special website just it was like narrowed down just to like video game related content basically um and we had like game pages so you could find all the things you needed and whatever and fun stuff like that and it was like a little playground for us to mess around with features that gamers might be into but normal people might not um eventually we realized that that was like dumb and we shut it oh. down and we brought all of our stuff over into like the, the main youtube app so i'm still on the gaming team but now we're just like we don't need a separate thing for this. We should just be working within the main app and the main website and like doing all of our things there. So that's what we've been doing for okay. the past uh, four, I think it's been three or four years since we shut down the, the app. I'd wondered. Um, so what kind of like, I know you're a programmer. What are your normal jobs that you do? Like I, what are you specifically programming? I knew what one of your friends was at one point, but um, is it something that people would understand? It's hard okay, to sorry. talk about. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to talk about. It, I mean, I can say that like like recently, my team has been launching uh, a feature called Clips, uh, which is just basically like it's we have like a list of uh, channels that it's on right now, just as we're sort of testing it, but. Um, you can be watching a video and see a moment and be like, I really like that moment and I want to share that with a friend of mine. You can click on the clip button and yep. like select a little range of it and give it a little title and send it off to your friend and they'll just get that little highlighted region of the video that's like, yep. you know, this is the part that Carrie wanted to share with you. That's and so cool. loop or whatever. Like um, yeah. And then it's very easy for people to fall back onto the regular video and all that kind of stuff. And that's... A really good example of the kind of stuff that we try to build because that's something that is like very common in the gaming community other gaming related websites have had clips for years but youtube just never got around to it and so my team is we do shit like yeah. that which is it comes from the gaming space but i mean it's pretty obvious how that would be useful to just for just any yeah, video it's on YouTube. very true yep. just almost anything you're like yeah i want to share a little segment of this with someone um so that that's what we're trying to like focus on Basically. How have you, because most people probably that would be listening to this are from Canada, unless I don't know what happens, but mm -hmm. um, how was the move? Like, I know that at first you didn't know if you wanted to live in the States. It's been a weird couple of years yeah. in the States too, since you moved down there. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I hesitated a lot 
when I got the job offer from Google and the starting salary was very good, <laughs> especially for someone fresh out of university. And I was still like, I don't know if I want to leave, you know, my country and my family behind to go and like make money down here for a while. Um, I, I am lucky, I guess, in that I am working for a company with really good like health sure. insurance. Yeah. Like we were talking about earlier, I have these glasses <laughs> because my like, you know, vision insurance is so good that it was like stupid cheap and I don't need these glasses. Um, but uh, it's, it's a really, it's a much bigger culture shock than really? I thought it would be. Um, given that Canada and America are right next to each other, it's just, there's a lot of things that I think I took for granted in Canada, like mm -hmm. healthcare, right? Healthcare is just a thing. You just have it and you just do it and yeah. you just get it. It's like, oh, I have this cough that hasn't gone away for a few weeks. I'm just going to go to the clinic. In America, that's a whole yeah. fucking thing. That's like, what clinic can I go to? How much is it going to cost me? Is it covered by insurance? Like, how do I figure out who's covered? It's and so it's like, true. I, I never, I hope I never have to go to a hospital mm -hmm. for an emergency because you can try to find out which hospitals have doctors that are covered by your insurance, but you might not get that doctor or the thing that you're getting done might not be covered by your insurance. And it's just like an absolute disaster. And so stuff like sure. that is just kind of always in the back of your mind. Um, and then there's also just like over time, I feel like I'm always finding new little things that just existed in Canada and just don't exist down here from like little sayings. Like I I'll, I'll say, I'll call someone a keener <laughs> or something and no one has any idea what yeah. I'm talking about. And then I have to explain it. And they're like, where's that word come from? I'm like, I don't know. You're just a keener. Like, um, and people will call me out on my accent every now and then. Although the longer I spend away from Canada, the less of it I have. Um, sure, the less A's and, and it, it's just stuff. a lot of comfort things. Yeah, mm -hmm. A's still come up every now and then. I would, um, I would miss some of the. I, I, I was hoops. just. Uh, yeah, so I actually I get like a package <laughs> of Canadian snacks sent to me every month from this like website. Um, and so they just send like a random assortment. So I'll get yeah. like crispers and like maybe like a dairy milk bar yeah. and like just like stuff that you can't get in the States unless you're in like one of the northern states. Which I mean, it helps, yeah. honestly, like it is kind of nice to just get like maple cookies For and sure. stuff like that. Um, yeah, because yeah, what was it? What did I see the other day that made me really think this was Canadian crispers, but they were ketchup crispers. And I was like, this is... Yeah, that's exactly the kind yeah. of shit that they'll send, right? They'll send, like, ketchup chips. Um, crispers are a big one. Dill pickle chips. All dress chips. You get Smarties, the, like, too, because I thought Smarties down there are rockets to us. Smarties, yeah. Yeah, they... I mean, M&Ms exist down here, obviously, but yeah. there's no Smarties. Um, so they will... Yeah, they'll send Smarties and, like... Uh, but, like, a bunch of shit that I don't understand why it doesn't exist down here. Like, um, fuzzy peaches. Really? I'm like, are you They're kidding so me? delicious. Fuzzy peaches are amazing. Like, why? I don't know. Uh, coffee crisp. Everyone fucking loves coffee crisp. Back before, you know, COVID times when I was in the office, sometimes, like, I would get that box sent to the office instead of to my house. Um, and if there was a coffee crisp in there and I was, like, sharing it with coworkers, which I would usually do because I would take the shit that I really wanted and then let everyone yeah. else eat everything else so that I didn't have to bring it home. There was like a war for coffee crisp because everyone adored coffee crisp, but it just doesn't exist in the states, and I don't know why. I, they have I, I they know. have so many chocolate bars. I feel like down there for some reason, like stuff that we don't have up here, as well. Like there's a whatchamacallit. I don't know if you. It's a weird, it's a weird divide, mm -hmm. right? For like, we have such a huge land border, and our cultures are. I mean, yeah, okay, we can be pretty different. But, like, they're pretty similar at the end of the day. And it's just weird to me that, like, things are as different as they are. And, like, we're as disconnected as we are. Especially when you look at how close some places are, like, right on the border. You know, mm -hmm. most people in Canada live uh, in, like, southern Ontario or out in, like, Vancouver or a couple of the big cities. Which is, like, so close to the American border. But it's still, it's like, two totally different places. It's true. But you're pretty lucky being in like San Francisco, it it's not the same as, say, a lot of the states down there. There's quite a few states, like COVID yeah. included, right? Like Texas is 
wide open right now. I, what's California doing? Yeah. Um, California. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good point. California and especially the San Francisco area, I think, are the least culture shock places that I could have moved to um, because it is so liberal. It is very like chill and welcoming and nice. Um, and so like I can come down here and be surrounded by people who are politically similar to Canadians, right? Like um, there's sure. always the joke yeah. that the left wing in America is like the right wing in Canada. And it's, it's kind of true. Like, if you're a Democrat, you're probably a conservative in Canada um, compared to like the liberals in Canada and the NDP who are like way more socialist and like public policy leaning and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, San Francisco has been nice for that. Um, California in general and like the Bay Area are have been pretty good about, in my opinion, about like lockdowns and things like that during COVID um, being pretty mm -hmm. responsible, but also... There is an element of like being in America where sometimes you just have to take things into your own hands. Um, it's like, oh, the state's going to open back up and allow outdoor dining. That's nice. I'm not going to go eat outside. Yeah. Like, I'm just not going to. There's too many cases. I'm not mm -hmm. vaccinated. Not going to do it. It's fine. Like, um, and so I imagine that's what a lot of people in Texas are doing because there are a lot of people in Texas who are pretty uh, like democratic. Um, especially there's a couple of big cities that end up like dominating, um, the voting pool in that state. And yes. so I imagine there's a lot of people in those big cities that are still being pretty locked down, yeah, but, cautious. Um, yeah. you, you just have to, the outside world isn't like safe all the time. I no. guess that's like the short version of being in America. It's true. Um, even when there's not a pandemic, right? Yeah, it's so true. Cause I remember, um, when I came to visit, oh, probably four years ago now. Um, I remember yeah. there was a comment about like, what was it? We were talking about something and like the fact that like you can't carry a gun like you can in other states in California. You can't, what is that yeah. called? California is uh, a little bit more restricted. It, it has like, stricter gun laws. Yeah. Concealed carry. I actually enjoyed San Francisco. They, what I you're talking about? Yeah, that's probably what it's called. Yeah, I think so. And for i like california because when we went they were already kind of ahead of the curve for trying to um deal with the plastic situation that's going on in the world that they like all the starbucks there had biodegradable um forks and knives already and that was four years ago so it was kind of ahead yeah. of the get rid of plastic yeah rule. it's it's a bit of a um, it's a bit of like a, a hippie place sometimes, uh, depending on your viewpoint, yeah. right? Like, um, but yeah, they, they, I mean, that is part of what I like about San Francisco is that it's like, yeah, they, the city of San Francisco and people will complain about this, but the city of San Francisco banned like plastic straws. Um, if you are a business in San Francisco, you're not allowed to use plastic straws. If you're just outside the border of San Francisco, you can use plastic straws, right? Like. I technically don't live in San Francisco. I live in Daly City. And so any restaurant that's like right near me can use plastic straws. And so that's kind of silly. But um, I think things like that are important, especially given that like a huge portion of the city is literally built on a landfill. I think it's important to keep in mind like how much trash we're putting into the world. <laughs> it's and, true. Uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. A whole bunch of the eastern edge of the city is on top of like an old landfill. That's very true. Okay. Hey guys, just a quick interruption here. I just have to throw out some trigger warnings coming up for death, suicide, and some violence. So if so, please sign off now. Thanks. Okay, sorry, you froze for a second there. Um, so one of the main things um, I wanted to talk to you about that I don't think me and you have sat down in detail to talk about. Um, I don't even know how long ago this happened, but couple of years ago, there was a shooting at your workplace. Um, and I'd mm -hmm. love to talk about it. So how long ago was it now? I'm a bad sister and I don't remember years. I think it was, I think it was three years ago, I want to say. Uh, that sounds about right anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, that feels right. Um, 
Yeah. We're actually coming up on, so like I mentioned that we're coming up on my Googleversary. We're coming up on the anniversary of that shooting as well. I think that yeah. was like April 6th, something like that. Um, I thought so yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, that sort of ties into like the, what I was saying earlier about like, you're not really safe here. <laughs> like, um, even though the gun laws are stricter in California than they are in other states, mm -hmm. it's still very 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 easy to get a, a gun in california compared to elsewhere right like i went through yep. before i moved to california i actually had gone and done the gun safety course in ontario i was gonna get yeah. uh, a firearm license for a long gun right i wanted to get like a yep. 22 or something go to the target yep. range that kind of stuff um yep. just because they're fun i don't know guns are fun like i get it's okay. it i've got my um, hunting license i understand but yeah yeah i, I know you understand um i've seen you with that crazy crossbow yeah, that thing that that the sound that that thing makes terrifies yeah. me um yeah <laughs> and uh it's so it's just so easy like you can maybe not in california but in some parts of the country you can just walk into a store pick up a shotgun and like you know buy it with your doritos and mountain dew and mm -hmm. go on with your life and like that's very bizarre and you do have to go in and get like a background check and stuff to get a handgun and some states you can get a concealed carry and some states you can't, but like, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, there there have been, the number of shootings in America, I think was starting to become uh, a point of conversation um, a couple of years ago. It sort of got overshadowed when, when COVID hit. Um, but like, yep. yeah, so like a woman came to my office and, and tried to shoot up the place. She did a, a very poor job of it, thank God um which is like, rare already long that after it was that, a female there was yeah not long after that there was a shooting at a garlic festival which is like it's a garlic festival what what can you be mad about but anyway there was a shooting at a garlic festival just south of here there's shootings at schools all the time um and it's like very focused in america like it, it i mean like the prevalence of those sorts of things in america is so high it seems like at least compared to other countries and i don't know if anyone quite understands why but um yeah no the the woman who came to the youtube office um it was someone she had a, a channel um and she i i can't remember all the details but i believe she was posting like extremist views she she had some like extreme political views and her videos were getting demonetized. So she wasn't getting ads on them. Mm -hmm. She wasn't getting like money from them. And some of them I think were even extreme enough that they were getting taken down because they were inciting violence or they were like, um, there was hate speech or that kind of stuff, right? Um, and so she thought for whatever reasons, valid or invalid, they don't matter anymore. She thought that Google and YouTube were censoring her um, and like no one was helping her and she was like, just unable to express her opinions. Mm -hmm. And so she lived in, I think it was down near Mountain View or maybe even south of that. Oh, really? I think she was like a few hours away. Um, and she bought a handgun. So I don't know how she managed to do that because I don't know the gun laws down here. I've just never bothered mm -hmm. to like look into it. Yeah, why would you? Yeah. I'm a Canadian. I'm a foreigner. I'm not going to fuck around with trying to buy a gun down here. That's a, <laughs> no. a way to get the FBI to knock on my door. Um, yeah. And she drove uh, all the way up here and she actually stopped in the middle of the night somewhere and like parked on the side of the road and slept in her car. And the uh, local police department came and like knocked on her window because there's just some really? woman sleeping in her car. And they came to say like, you know, is she, are you okay? And like check on her or whatever. And like nothing happened from that. That was just... They just checked mm -hmm. on her and she's like, oh, I was just tired and pulled over. I'm driving up to San Francisco. And they're like, all right, cool. Off you go. Um, yeah. And I think I think she had been living with her family and her family. Maybe they tried to call it in, but no one took it seriously. Um, oh, and yeah. So, wow. I mean, it, it, the way that it ended up happening is this was like things have obviously changed since then. But security at the tech companies was pretty lax back yeah. then. Um, it was the kind of thing where like at my building, um, the, there was a parking garage out behind the office building that had like, you know, big garage doors on it. And there were like, 
you know, gates that you had to use your employee badge to get through. Um, but for the most part, people were just kind of like, if you, you could just walk in behind someone, we call it tailgating. It was super common. Um, you just, you're opening a door, you mm-hmm. look behind you, there's someone there. They look like a normal person for whatever you hold the door open for them and they come in after you. No big deal. Um, I've never gotten like details on this, but I'm pretty sure that she, she might've even just driven in through the <laughs> parking garage, like into our parking garage. Um, yeah. or she might've just parked on the side, but she just came in, um, straight through the parking garage. There was actually a route that you could go through there that has since been like fe- fenced off that just didn't require you to badge at all. You could just come in wow. if the garage doors were open. Mm-hmm. Um, that's obviously been, there's like many fences uh, in that path now. So like, that's not possible yeah. anymore, <laughs> but um, she was just able to, she was just able to walk right in. Um, and this was like towards the end of the lunch hour. Uh, my team always liked to like sit outside and have lunch. Um and we would usually end up just like chatting, you know, upwards of an hour, just hanging out and mm-hmm. blowing off work for a little while. Um, so I think this was around like 1245. There was almost no one outside. There was almost yeah. no one in the cafeteria. And basically the whole back of that building is um, the main windows lead into the lobby in the cafeteria. Yeah. Um, and so we're sitting around chatting. I remember noticing this woman come up. Um, I like saw her out of the corner of my eyes, but didn't think anything of it. And I remember thinking that she had blonde hair. That was like, after this was all sort of over and things were winding down, I actually like got interviewed by an FBI agent. Um, And they were asking me like what I remembered about this woman and whatever. And I said that she was blonde. I was like, oh, she's, I remember like seeing a lot of yellow on her head. I found out afterwards that she was actually wearing like a head covering. Oh, really? It was a yellow head covering and she had like black hair or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, it's, it's very interesting, even like right after the, the shooting, um, I remember like my memory of the, like that sort of heat of the moment, the like 30 seconds after the first gunshot is this like weird other, I don't want to say other person, but it's almost another person. It's like my brain has never yeah. quite gone into a different state like that, like pure adrenaline, right? You hear the first shot mm-hmm. and everyone kind of like stops and they're like, what was that? Like, did someone just drop something or what? And then there's another yeah. shot. And immediately I was actually like looking back on this and, and reflecting with my coworkers. We were all sort of patting each other on the back because immediately everyone hit the ground. Just like, yeah no words needed to be said there were maybe eight to ten people from my team sitting outside and there was another team of about six people at another table like maybe 20 feet away everyone just hit the dirt so fast um i remember Mm -hmm. after the fact being kind of sad because i ruined uh one of my favorite pairs of jeans i like tore a huge hole in the knee remember you um, saying that yeah when i went down (laughs) yeah and i had like a nasty cut on my knee for a while um (laughs) Uh, but everyone hit the dirt and, uh, one of the worst things was that because the patio space was sort of like a not very secure location, like people could hop a fence to get into the patio if they really wanted to. Um, you had to badge to get from the patio into the cafeteria. There was, so there were badge readers and you had to take the badge that you had on your belt loop and scan it and get it to beep in order to be able to open the doors that swing out into the patio because that's building code doors are supposed to open out in order to get into the building and get away from this woman um which was obviously very non-ideal right um so we're all sort of like army crawling along the ground um i have no idea how many shots were fired i wasn't counting that wasn't like my concern at the time I remember uh, one of the guys on my team was like trying to get the door open, but in the heat of the moment, he like wasn't realizing that you have to badge this door, right? He was just mm-hmm. on the ground, like tugging at it. Another guy had the sort of like presence of mind to scan his badge um, and then had to sort of like shove the other guy out of the way so that he could actually open the door. Um, and I remember just sort of making the decision in that moment that the door was open everyone else was army crawling and I'm like, 
I just need to run. I know I've played enough video yeah. games. I know that you're harder to hit <laughs> if you're moving faster, right? Yeah. And so I just got up and I ran and there was this very sort of like surreal memory that I have of like jumping over top of people on my team who were crawling along the ground so that I could like get around them and, and get moving, right? And so they're like mm -hmm. crawling through the cafeteria sort of like behind tables and stuff. And I'm like, I just need to get out of this building. Um, yeah. And probably the worst part of the whole thing was that from the patio where this woman was, um, she had a straight shot, like line of sight, basically down the lobby of the building. Um, the lobby was had huge like glass yeah. doors and glass windows on either side and super well lit. And it was just this long hallway, like 100 feet long, to get to the doors, to get out the front of the building, to get to the other side, to go down the stairs, out into the street, etc. And so in order to get away from the whole situation, we actually had to run like directly straight away from her to be able to get out the front doors and like get out of the building and get away. And that was the point where I was like, well, this is it. Mm, this, wow. is, this is the point, right? Like this is where it's, this is where I can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. um, in the end, like, like I said, everyone, we were all extremely yeah. lucky um, because no one was shot except for her. Um, because she did end up mm -hmm. taking her own life after, like, with her last. You know, I thought someone bullets. did get shot, or am I crazy? Um, I thought she hit somebody. One person, I believe, one person got injured. She, m they might have been hit by a bullet or the, debris. The details of that were very something. like, yeah. No one, no one revealed who it uh, was. Okay. I have suspicions. No one revealed who it was. No one revealed how it happened. Um, it was just like stories from coworkers about seeing blood on the oh, stairs. Okay. Right. And it's like so like yeah. something happened. Something definitely happened. Yeah. No one died, right? A few people ended up in the hospital for a little while, but like Thankfully, everyone eventually yeah. came back to work yeah. and it was fine. Um and um yeah, so I, I, I ended up making it out of the front doors of the building and, and running down the stairs and at that point, the shots yep. had already stopped. I, 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 I wish I knew the timelines. I, they would never let me see this, but I wish I could see like security camera footage or yeah. something, um, to know like how quick it all happened and was over. Because I, am willing to bet that probably by the time that I even made it out of the lobby, it was mm -hmm. probably done. Um, like by the time that I was out front, and I could sort of like hear things again. Yeah. If that makes sense. You're out of tunnel vision. Um, by yep. the time I was paying yes. attention to my hearing again. Um, it's not like my ears were ringing or anything. It was just like secondary yep. focus. Um, there were no more shots being fired. Uh, and I mean, we were still all just sort of like, there was just this big crowd of people. Everyone was yelling like yep. gun, 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 and mm -hmm. like motioning everyone away because no one had any idea what was going on, obviously. Um, and I just remember running with another guy on my team and we just went to we ran to a different office building in the office mm -hmm. park nearby um and just hid behind the biggest slab of concrete that we could find yeah. in front of the building and we immediately sat down and started texting yeah. family and calling family right he i either called or texted his wife i texted yep. mom and dad right and i was like they <sighs> will act as proxies for me i don't want to worry about this right now and i'm like what is the shortest most like the clearest thing that I can send. And I was, I think I just sent like, I'm mm -hmm. okay. I'm fine. There was a shooter yeah. at my office or something like that. And I like remember that. that coming down um, the line and how, how, yeah. how, I don't know. I remember mom just freaking out because it hadn't even hit the news, obviously, when you had sent that. Obviously, and yeah. so we're panicking and then I'm going, oh, it's fine. Sean, Sean was probably up in his office. He's probably nowhere near the patio. Like, it's fine. It's totally fine. And then as you started telling a little bit more, it was like, he was on the patio. Oh my God. He was on the patio. And then like you then, after you sent those messages, didn't you have to go to some other office building? And that's when they started questioning or you had to stay there or something. They, they, yeah. So they, we, we ended up going to, there was another building that YouTube has that was like a five minute yeah. walk down the street. Um, and they were like, they sort of were trying to corral employees there. They had security there. They were like, okay, everyone come here. 
we're gonna sort of like try to count heads yeah. and like yeah. organize things right because it was just like chaos um just <laughs> as i was walking down the street to that building um there was like a it was like a political sign or something it was just like a paper sign yeah. on the side of the road um but the wind blew it over as me and my friend were walking by and it hit the ground oh, and made like no. a bang sound right which was just like the worst possible time and i turn and i look at it and i'm like fuck yeah. you yeah. <laughs> stupid and we both sort of laugh at it and keep on going because it's like i don't know exactly. what else you're supposed yep. to do in that situation um and yeah it was we made it to that building and it was um i ended up finding some other people that i sort of knew and, and worked with and um everyone just sort of I, I appreciate um, the culture of my company, uh, of YouTube and, and Google and the people that I work with specifically because everyone is very, very yeah. supportive. Um, everyone's like really awesome people. By the time that I even made it to that building uh, and I found a little space to just like sit down and literally yeah. catch my breath. I You booked like, it. <laughs> I was, I booked, I ran, I ran like I have never ran before and um I am not in good shape. I was not in good shape. And so I was yes. out of breath. Um, and so I finally got a chance to like collect my thoughts and like get a drink of water and stuff like that. And I checked, we have a big sort of like work chat. Um, there's sort of like, uh, I think it's like 120 mm -hmm. people in this chat. It's mostly just for like shit posting and joking around. Um, but it is sort of this like core group of people that I know and I work with. And they had already put together a spreadsheet with um, a bunch of like coworkers' names wow. um, and usernames and stuff, and like whether they are accounted for, where Which is are amazing. they? Are they safe? Just like organizing everyone, it's like, how, is everyone all right? Do we like? Yep. Is everyone cool? Um, which yes. is awesome, right? And it was like some people were without yeah. their phones, right? I was without my. I had my phone, luckily, um, very luckily, because a lot of the time when I was out at lunch, I would put my mm -hmm. phone on the table, and so that one yeah. I got left behind. Um, but I had to go without my keys in my wallet for a few days before they would, the police would let yeah. us back into the building. Um, and so I was, I was living with my, my then girlfriend. So she had her keys and I was able to like get Which into the good. house at yeah. the end of the day. Um, thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. Um, otherwise that would have been a big problem, but so it was just a lot of people sort of like coordinating for one another, um, helping like people get in touch with their families and their friends and let them yep. know that they're okay and that kind of stuff. And just a lot of Oh, silence. for sure. Um, it was it was a very, very quiet environment for how many people were packed mm -hmm. into those hallways. It was literally like there yeah. were no seats. People were just sitting on the ground and just sort of around and everyone was yeah. crashing, right? Everyone was coming down off of this yeah. adrenaline rush um, because no one knew what was going on. And I mean, that's, you mentioned that like, uh, the like you guys finding out that I was yeah. out on the patio and being like oh my god yeah. he was right there and I've thought about that obviously mm -hmm. a lot since then and I'm kind of I'm a little bit grateful for it because I had more information Correct. than anyone right I knew exactly where she was like a couple days later when me and my team we, we went back out to the patio to sort of like do a little yeah. debrief on what yeah. went down, right? We were all like, let's talk about this and figure it out. And I was able to go and stand and be like, this is where she was. And people were like, a little to the right, wow. but yeah, that's like where she was. Yeah. She was right there. And we were like, yeah, she shot up there and she shot down there and she shot over there. And you could see where there was like some windows wow. that had been shot at um, and things like that. And so I knew that what that point was that I had to yeah. get away from. Right. I knew that I could leave the building yeah. and go that way. And I was pretty sure that there was one person and I was pretty sure that it was a yeah. handgun. Right. Because I could see it. And they sound um, different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. And they sound different. Yeah. yeah, they do. Right. A handgun's more of like a pop. If that had been a rifle or like a fucking yeah. shotgun or something, that would have been mm -hmm. a very different experience. Yeah. Right. Um, I've, I have shot yeah. all of those <laughs> yeah. guns. Right. Like I, I know what they're like. And it's just I find it very interesting to think about all the different angles uh, that went down. Like I have some friends who were in meetings at the time yeah. that this went down, right? Um, and so they were in a meeting room, and 
apparently a lot of the people who were inside the building couldn't well, hear the gunshots. it's a huge building. There's just yeah, enough walls. it's huge. It's a very big building. There's a lot of noise. Yeah. Totally reasonable. I, like, totally reasonable. They just, all of a sudden, ever they, they see people running past in the hallways mm -hmm. and freaking out. And, like, security starts doing things. I don't know the whole story of what went down inside the building. Um, but people started barricading themselves just in the meeting Kind of like code red at And school. now you're... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Now you're in a school yeah. lockdown situation, right? A lot of these, a lot of these meeting rooms have glass wow. walls, so you cannot hide, yeah. right? If someone was in that building and you run into this situation, I, I know a friend of mine was sort of telling her story and she's like, someone comes up and says like, police, everything's fine. You can come out now. And it's like, prove it. How the fuck do it's I know? It's so that? true. Right. Like it's the classic code red yeah. problem, right? It's the, it's the school lockdown problem. Um, and so it's for, and they were trapped in that a building long, for a while. Yeah. Like they were stuck there for a while until the police showed up. And then finally the police don't know whether anyone in that building is in Correct. cahoots with yep. the shooter employee or not. And so they basically had to march I everyone out a few that. steps away from being in handcuffs, right? Single file, getting everyone out, sweeping everyone down. And I'm like, well, fuck. I knew yeah. where she was. I was able to leave immediately and I got the yeah. fuck out of there because I just didn't want to be involved in yeah. any of that. Um, and the the guy that I had been sort of walking with, uh, there were sort of murmurings going around like the police were there and they were going to start asking people questions. Um, and he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like, I don't want to sit around yeah. and wait and talk to police about this. Like, I'm going home. I'm going to go, you know, be with my wife yeah. for a while. And I'm like, reasonable. Um, but it was, there was definitely an air in the building of like, get away from the woman with the gun and then also try not to deal with the police wow. if you don't have to, because like, they're just another sort of thing that's going to get in your way of it's getting true. home. It's right? true. But you also um, want to help in those instances, right? Oh, yeah. Like I never knew you talked to the FBI about it. Was that the same day or was that a different day? Oh yeah. That that was, that was the same day. That was in that same building that everyone um... was crowded in. They were sort of like, asking if anyone had information that seemed useful and they were like gathering people up into meeting rooms. Um, and it was like, you know, where was anyone? Was anyone nearby? And I was like, yeah. I was on the patio. And then no, like, no. talked to him. him. Get him. <laughs> and I, I went off into a room to like chat with a guy. I think I still have, he wrote his like name and number down oh, on a sticky sure. note. And I've sort of like held on to that. Right. I don't know. It's just like a keepsake kind of. I, it's something um, like, obviously we're human beings. So we want memories of stuff. And even though it's not a positive memory, we still have those attachments to it. So that's your one physical thing, other than if you wanted to keep your ripped pants, that right? Oh, I'm yeah, pretty sure those got sure. thrown out. But so like, I, yeah, it's it's something, and it's it's not like I keep it no. out, right? It, it's it's one of those weird things where it's been in yeah. my nightstand. Yeah. It's just been in that drawer, and it's moved with me twice. Um, Since, yeah. But I still just kind of keep it there, right? It's just one of those weird it's so things. True. Because um, then, so after the, yeah. the actual day, like, did you find that night when you got home, had the shock worn off? Like, had it really sunk into you that, like, you just went through something actually really traumatic that most people would be a puddle of? Um, I didn't no. think so. Um, yeah. The, so, like, in, in the sort of, like, few hours afterwards, um, Everyone was just kind of running yep. on fumes. Um, I just wanted yep. to get home uh, and just kind of relax. That wasn't super an option because as soon as I got home, that was when everyone yes. wanted to yep. talk, right? That was when the whole family was like, let's get the whole rundown. Um, and so I remember talking to, yep. to you three for a while, you, you Kate and mom for a while. Um, and then I got off the phone and dad had been mm -hmm. bugging me this whole time. And so I got on the phone with dad and I'm like, hey, I love you. I'm good. I'm home. I just talked with mom and, and the sisters for a while. Can I catch yeah. you up on this later? Yeah. And he's like, I totally understand. Yeah. Like, love you. Have a good night. Right. Um, and then I just, I just spaced yeah. out for a while. It, it was like basically dissociating, Hirsch. just sort of like, I just need to exist and not sleep necessarily, but just yeah. exist for a while. Um, and I don't think it was, I honestly don't even think that it was until maybe the next day or, or sort of a few days later that it all started to like mm -hmm. really sink in of like, 
what actually yeah. happened because um, you sort of deal with the thing and you get through it and you move on and and it, it, when you're not in it anymore, it's not as obvious um, how big of a deal yeah. it is, right? Um, I think when it sunk in the most was going back to the office. See, that was when I it thought was like I thought it would hit real. you the most because you gave the most in depth email I have ever seen describing the events you had diagrams of the patio for family members that hadn't visited you there like like everything yeah. and i was like i remember looking at it and i bet most of the family would agree with this like it was an emotional time for even us here that like oh that yeah reading that back was one of those like oh my goodness like i can't believe this that this happened to someone in our family because we're so used to being in this in in canada that it's such a different place for that it doesn't, it doesn't happen and i remember being yeah. like but at the same moment i kind of laughed i'm like this is such a sean thing to do everyone wants to know i'm gonna full yeah. detail here's your mass production of it so that all of you can read it I... and see it <laughs> like leave me alone here's your information yeah done <laughs> it's 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 kind of funny because um that started that email started out as me being like okay I talked to dad, but I want to still yeah. fill him in because he's going to want to know what happened. Right. And I want him to hear it from me and not some news site. Um, and I started writing that email and it, it turned, it, I think that definitely turned into something therapeutic sure. for me. Mm -hmm. That was me getting everything out, figuring out what happened. I had not been reading any of the news because why we would I there. do that? That yeah. would have been a mistake. Um, I just didn't, you know, I knew that there was value in sort of, getting my thoughts down on paper in the moment before anything else polluted yeah. that. Right. So I did do that. That, that was done the same day is when I put that all together and I, I was on Google maps and I was taking screenshots and things. Um, and at a certain point I was like, okay, I should make sure that this is sort of well-documented enough for myself in the future. Right. So I could go back and look on it. I think I have since then I, I had gone back and looked on it, looked at it to like find a, an image that I made to send to a friend to be like, Oh yeah, this yep. is what it, you know, was like. Um, but also because, you know, this will make I can send to dad and I can send to grandma and grandpa yep. and Jean and Gary and like all the people who need to see it. Um, because <laughs> selfishly, then I don't have to have 17 exactly. different hour long phone it's calls. So right. Um, because I am like family is family and family is different, but I'm pretty yes. introverted. And like, sometimes it's like, you know, an hour on the phone with a few people talking about a traumatic event that I had mm -hmm. not processed yet. Um, it was like, yeah. I can't do this more times. I need to find a it's way so around true. it. So I, I am very, I'm very glad that yeah. I did that for like a number of Well, that's of the thing that like, I, um, I remember the situation, like, um, cause Kate instantly was like, I'm coming down there. Like, I want to come down there. I'm going to be with you. And I remember she yeah. did respect you enough to be like it's up to you if you want me to come down but she's like i will drop everything and i will be there with you because it is such a different thing that if it happened and you were an hour drive away we would have or you would have came home or and we would have been together um and i yeah. it, and i didn't think it would hit me the way it did because we had the phone call with you and it i think it it, it really put it into place what just happened during the day for you and I remember going to work the next day and I was there for like an hour and I'm like, I can't be here like that. I didn't think it would affect me mm -hmm. that much when I didn't, I knew you were safe and I knew that like pretty much everything's good in a sense. And I was like, but I could not focus that day. I'm like, I can't be here. I can't yeah. be dealing with clients. Like I'm out, like I need to go home and like, just not. And I think most of us were really grateful that you came yeah. home. It was a couple of weeks later that thankfully you came home for a surprise wedding. Um, so we did get to see you shortly <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, right. And uh, was that yeah, for Eric's Eric, wedding? It was, was it right, right after? after. It was like April oh 24th or something. Don't quote me. And yeah. Nice. And so I was like, I think it was really great. Like we were so grateful that you were able to come home for a reason. Yeah. That does sound... Yeah, you're totally right. Because I remember yeah. coming home and being like, it's Eric and yeah, Summer's like, wedding. Everyone pay yeah. attention to the fact that it's Eric mm -hmm. and Summer's wedding. And everyone's like, oh, tell us about it. And I'm like, 
let's all celebrate Eric and Summer getting married because I don't want to talk so about true. this right now. And it's not about me. That's not yeah. why I'm here, right? And like, I, and yeah, I, um, which most people were. It's so true. About. And like, I obviously, everyone takes it differently. And obviously, seeing how Kate reacts, it was different than how I reacted. And even mom, like, mom, to the point that uh, as a lot of times when I think she can't process stuff, she gets angry. So I think I remember after that phone call, Kate and I were standing there trying to talk to her. And I think she just got mad at us and was like, just leave it alone. We just talked to Sean. And she would just like walk away. And I think her upbringing just got her always to, to just bottle up. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about how much you love people or how much it upsets you yeah. in the way of that. Like, I can't believe that that yeah. could have happened to my son. Like this just happened. She just went into ang anger yeah. in a sense. It's like, leave me alone. And you're like, okay. Yeah. But um, little did you know, and little did we know that I would, would you call this that you suffered from like PTSD from that, but it took you a bit to realize that. Oh yeah. So yeah. Like, wasn't it like a yeah. full year? I thought my head says it was July 4th, but I thought it was the year later Yeah. that it fully. It yeah. was a year later. Yeah. It was, um, I mean, like, I think, I think I had been dealing with aspects of it for a while and like, um they had they had brought like counselors mm -hmm. in to my office to like talk to people and that kind of thing and i did try talking to one of them and it was very not helpful she was a nice old lady but like she really it was not mm -hmm. what i needed um where it was just like I, I go in and i'm like talking to her about shit that happened and i'm like just like asking questions and like wanting like guidance and like counseling and what i just got was like that was a really a really scary yeah. thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like, yeah, that really yeah. sucked, huh? And I'm like, okay, yeah. you're never mind. Bye. Yeah. I'm like, this is not what I need. Um, and I think it was, it was like a year later. It was July 4th. Um, I had been over at a friend's place uh, who lived pretty close to me. And I was taking mm -hmm. an Uber home because I'd been drinking. Um, and it was a nice night and the Uber driver had the windows open. And we were driving past the side street. And just as we were driving past the side street, um, a firework went off yeah. on that side street. And it was a pretty loud one. And that just, like, uh, yeah. it triggered me. Like, it, it, I had never, there, I hadn't been, like, that triggered by something for a while. There were a couple little instances of, like, loud noises mm -hmm. sort of surprising me and, like, setting me off. But that was one where, like, I was immediately back in, like, fight or flight mode, right? That was, like, we were driving down the street, and we get to my apartment, and he stops, and I'm, like, out, and I get in the door, and my heart rate mm -hmm. was racing the whole time. I think I, like, yeah. ran up the stairs, and I got into my apartment, and it wasn't until I got in there and locked the door that, like, finally I was, like, it was just a firework. Like, it's, it's fine. I sort of knew it the whole time, but, like, my body was so ready to go into that fight or flight yeah. mode still um, after all that time, and... After, I mean, I've been going to therapy for a few years now. It's like, I was going every week back then, um, but it's bi-weekly now and probably going to turn mm -hmm. into like monthly or something soon if I can. But um, it was, that was finally the the thing that was like, I need to talk to someone about this. And a few friends had been telling me that I should, uh, you know, for a while. And that was finally like what kind of broke it down for me. And I, I went and dealt with it. Um but it was, I never would have expected it to last that long and to like be that big of a deal. And um, it's still weird. Like when I was doing sessions from, with my therapist where we were like processing yeah. and stuff like that. And she was like reassuring me. She's like, this is a, a big thing that happened. This is a, yeah. like a big deal. This is a terrifying thing. Like this, people don't go through this. This is a traumatic yeah. experience. I still, it took me a long time to like believe really? your brain, uh, your brain was just like, stupid, no, it's fine. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, it's fine. I dealt with it. I know I bottled mm -hmm. that up and I sealed mm -hmm. it up yeah, a year yeah, ago. Yeah. I'm fine. Right. Um, and you know, it, it's, it's the, it's the mom thing yep. that you said, right. It's like, I think to a degree, our family sort of the way that we all are, were raised and, and taught was like emotion you don't want to deal with. Ball that yep. bad boy up. You don't <laughs> yep. got to deal yep. with it no more. It's out of here. Everything's good. Um, for yes. better or for yep. worse, right? And so um, the therapy was 
has been very useful. Uh, like I said, I'm still seeing yeah. a therapist. Um, it's been remote sessions over Zoom for the <laughs> yeah. past, you know, year. But, um, yeah, and and there are other things that I've worked through with the therapist. But, uh, yeah, it, it was just legitimate PTSD. And it was still, um, things are a lot better now. But it was even, like, July yeah. 4th last year. I uh, There were some people near my apartment that were setting off. They started setting off fireworks. And it wasn't visual fireworks. They were just loud fireworks at, like, 2 <laughs> in the afternoon. And it wasn't like firework mm -hmm. firework firework it was firework 20 minutes firework yeah half an hour firework and so some i would hear one go off and it would sort of set me off for a little bit and yeah. i'm like oh it's fine it was just a firework everything's fine and then just as i'm sort of like another relaxing one. and coming back down to normalcy another firework goes off another firework goes off and so i just had to go for a drive yeah. for a few hours i just went and drove around went and out and you know drove around the the, the parks mm -hmm. and stuff nearby and did your not deal with did it your therapist give you any um like techniques to help you in those moments oh i've never asked you that uh no not saying she not has really. to but um wondering i know some people right it was honestly it was it was more about like dealing with um like leftover feelings from yeah. the event right I felt a lot of guilt um, about the shooting because, like I like I said when I was sort of telling the story, I was jumping yes. over coworkers, right? And I was like, "You're crawling, yeah. I'm fucking out of here." Like, see you later, idiot. But, and everyone's like, "Oh, you know, you're doing the best thing for you. You like in that situation, you're only responsible for yourself." But the thing that took me a long time to deal with was like those people that I was jumping over. Those were like yes. fathers yeah. with children. Right. And I'm like, I'm just some single dude. Yes, I have family. I get it. But like, they have like a family. You know what I mean? But it is. And so like, if something had happened to them and I could have mm -hmm. helped them, I don't know. I would have been, <laughs> I would have needed it's, a lot more. It's very true. It, it is a like, hard thing because, because it is fight or flight. And because you've never been put in that situation ever, you don't know what's going to come out of you. And yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, there was a self-defense guy that I heard in the media that he purposely had classes that he legitimately would have like hired people to come in and attack a room, attack, quotation marks were saying, to get people to figure out how to stay calm in those moments, to have a bit more actual like cognitive yeah. thought to be like, I'm not like, I'm not about to do something really stupid and like push a coworker by accident or like to try to help those people get through that. Yeah. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but it was a way to try to be like, hey, like we have the brain power to kind of do this. It's just none of us have ever had to deal with it yeah. to go, what am I going to do? Right. Like we've all heard of many incidents yeah. when there's been attacks or shootings that people do nothing, which that is in in many situations, that is the correct thing is like, no offense. Don't put yourself like don't go tackle the shooter. But like there are, don't yeah, be a hero. But go there hide is sometimes there totally. is be a yeah. hero of maybe think of somebody else that like but i bet i would be paralyzed some people can't yeah. even move in those situations that i know that you had some guilt or some yeah. shame from hopping over them but if they maybe thought of that they might not be thinking the same thing right they might have saw you get up and they might have started running with you being yeah. like you want to what let's do that and not like anyone yeah passed away from it but if it was a more serious situation it could have been that life-saving moment for all of them yeah. saying like that person had the the like the guts to actually get up and run instead of crawl right so it's, it is it is crazy yeah. that way but i remember you saying once you i don't know if it was right away when you got into therapy but you were very much a i think everyone should go to therapy at some point in their life just to help with oh right? my god yeah i like i bet we all have something it might not be as traumatic as what you went through a couple of years ago but it is like oh stuff that we do just bottle away that hinders us so I've been I've been going to therapy for like I guess two yeah. years now. Sure, in the early days, so there was some amount of focus on yeah. like the PTSD and stuff. That's not what we've no. been talking about for two years, no. right? We've been talking about shame and depression and like working through like self-image and self-worth stuff, right? Um, like there's so like emotional intelligence, right? Yep. Like there's so many things that just 
you you carry along with you and it's you can sort of get little bits of therapy here and there from friends and family right by just sort of unloading these things and helping like process but having a professional who you're paying um or who is being paid by the government or whatever to like help you deal with these things is invaluable it is like the best thing that i have spent money on hands down it like family and friends sometimes will have um they will have a bias right like they know you they love you so sometimes like yeah they can give you advice but it's not always the best advice or the best ways to cope or get over or anything i mean you might not even want advice right that's that's a big problem that you run into a lot of the time and it's something that i've had to train myself to do right where it's like someone comes to you and they're like this really sucks and your natural response is to be like how yeah. can we fix thing but the right thing a lot of the time is just to be like that thing yes. does suck a I... lot that's really shitty that you had to deal with thing right and like that's what i'm paying for is just to have someone be like that does suck i've definitely said to people before because we all know people probably in our lives that are the ones that complain a lot or um that's really weird to think of complain a lot that they come to you with a lot of problems and i've i've kind of learned to start being like okay before we start this conversation do you want me to help or listen like not like i'm not listening if i'm helping but it's true some people might not want a solution they just want an ear to be like you want yeah it does suck or you want to what i would love a sounding board to come up with some ideas to help me get over whatever it is so yeah you know 90 percent of the time you just need to vent i i feel like every time i come home and visit um you know i'll get home around like midnight (laughs) or whatever because flights and stuff and then the next two to three hours of my life are just like Kate and I hanging out on yeah. the patio while she just vents yes. about her life. And I just, yeah. I just let it happen because you know, whatever, that's, that's just what we do. Um, but sometimes people just need yeah. to do that. Right. And it's, it's very healthy and it's very healing and it's like, it feels very mm-hmm. good afterwards to sort of just have someone be like, yeah, yeah, she is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great it's point. True. Yep that stupid friend and that stupid thing that she did yep you're right it's so true and like that's the thing so it is it is great hearing that like because i think through the therapy i think at one point you had said like i didn't realize that i've been holding stuff since like university or high school that has affected your adult life and it's so true that like oh totally and and i think we we do we don't realize i've recently been on a weird brain journey that uh, I've been reading books on like making sure your brain's healthy and stuff like that. And I think we do forget yeah. about it, that like if our brain isn't well, I don't mean like we have a tumor. I mean, like just not functioning as great or we're hindering ourselves like that. That makes our whole yeah. body function. If our brain isn't working well, our body's not working well. Right. Like we do. We do. We do kind yeah. of forget that. We're, we're just a puppet, mm-hmm. right? With a computer yeah. attached to it. And like, you got to take yeah. care of that computer. It's the most it's important so thing. Um, you you can't just jump on a treadmill and, and have yeah. it be good, yeah. right? You really do have to, to pay attention and like, yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that you can do to do that, right? Like therapy mm-hmm. is great. Mindfulness I've is I've been hearing amazing. that a lot, yeah. Um, little bits of meditation. That was something that I started doing because my therapist recommended it. I've been sort of, I broke that chain a while ago and I needed yeah. to get back on the train, but um. It's amazing. Just like five minutes of just sit around yep. in silence and like yeah. breathe, right? It's it's, it's amazing. It's so true. Um, there's there's a lot of things that you can do, and there's great books yep. out there to read. And I think all like everyone has shit that they've just been towing along their whole life, and it's just important to at least recognize it and and yep. try to deal with it. And if you can't deal with it, account for it. And yeah, you know, that's the thing, right? Like. Uh not many people probably know this but the reason i started a podcast i've wanted to forever but i'm really bad at like i talk myself out of a lot of stuff like a lot of things mm-hmm. and so i was just i had wanted to do this for a long time and and in my brain journey i was like i gotta stop talking myself out of this i'm like who cares if i spend a hundred bucks on some equipment and i just start talking to my friends friends family because everyone has yeah like most of my friends have some story that's kind of cool or some experience that they've like, I don't know, climbed a mountain and done this or that. And it's actually pretty cool. So I was just, yeah. I'm just going to do this just for my own like sane yeah. brain, because like, I, I would normally just say, don't do it. Don't do this. And so it's like, yeah. 
I mean, it's also, it's, it's fun having like nice little equipment and a nice little microphone. You probably can't see it, oh, but yeah. like I have, I have my own nice microphone on like yeah, a mic arm would, and shit because... that I, I just use it for like uh -huh. talking to my friends when I'm gaming yeah, but and you're, shit, right? You're like a whatever. Nerd, so like, it makes but... sense that you like your, your equipment is fancier than mine and you don't record anything. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah. yeah, but it, it, I was glad because, like, like I said, like I, I'm that sister that I know semi what's going on in your life, but I don't always sit here and do this with you. So it, it was really great actually getting to hear a bit more of that story and how you kind of went yeah. through it and how life kind of is right now in COVID. Because are you guys allowed? Are you allowed to see yeah. friends right now? Probably not. I mean, uh, I have been. I've been hanging yep. out with Cat every week or two basically we sort of did the whole like quarantine hang out one time without yep. masks on um and then like quarantine again for two weeks and just make sure neither of us develop symptoms and then now ever since then basically, you know that you're good except for i was dating someone last year and so i sort of like had to deal with that but um i i at least have that one friend yeah. that i can hang out with without masks we'll come over order pizza or something we just like yep. watch anime or netflix or whatever and just exist in the same room as it's another human makes for a, a while. Yep. <laughs> like, it's invaluable, yep. right? It's it, it is like the primary thing that my therapist keeps on giving me trouble about. She's like, "When's the last time you mm -hmm. hung out with a person?" I'm like, "Ah, you know, <laughs> it's been like a couple weeks or whatever." She's like, "Go message yeah. someone now. Hang yeah. out with a human, right?" Um, it's true. Because COVID, COVID is like the pandemic of oh, mental health. It is uh, the plague yeah. of loneliness, right? Um. It's, I, I still am grateful that I live alone. <laughs> However, um, it would be nice to have a roommate or a significant other it's sometimes, true. right? Like it's, it's, it's hard to sort of have to arrange that yeah. stuff all the time. But, no, um, and that's, I'm at least grateful that I have ways to like, it's true. Like, um, I've been off and on working, I'm barbering. So I am hands-on with a lot of people. So there was that fear through all of COVID of yeah. being that close to people that I don't know. I have regulars that I've known forever. So I trust them. I know that they're taking it seriously. They, they, they worry for my own health, being an immune compromised person and being that close to people. And yeah. like, it's great that way, but there's like, it's such a funny, like, oh yeah, I get to hang out with people, not hang out with people. I get to work near people. And then I also have to fear that I might get it and i might not do so well yeah. surviving it being immune compromised and i also lived under the roof of our mom like yes we have our own separate dwellings under the roof in the duplex that we own but she's in her 60s she's in great health but who knows and so there is that extra fear of it yeah but totally. um no it's uh it's been a weird year that way of like you i i'm I didn't think I would miss being around people so much. And uh, like I, yeah. I saw it in, in mom a lot. She's been working from home the whole time, just like you. And we had to put down the family dog in just before Christmas, right? And yeah. she obviously misses you like crazy. She comes down and sees you at least once a year. And you know, usually would have came up twice a year, sometimes depending. And and it was it was unbelievable how yeah. much it it really like we all were like i wish sean was here and we really miss sean because yeah. it is such a different thing we're like we not only we took it for granted but i think everyone kind of did take our social lives for granted before this and i feel like whenever covid totally actually calms down i'm not going to say it's going to go away because we know it's not going to instantly go away but once it calms down i think everyone's going to like I think rebond and reevaluate what's more important in life. And it's like, it's going to be those relationships more than some of these other things. Yeah. I would say I was very jealous of you for the, yeah. for the sense of you always have been an online gamer, right? You've always had that online <laughs> group of friends for support. Yeah. And so like knowing that like, you're just like, oh yeah. Like it's just, instead of Tuesday nights at a friend's house, we just went back to being online and it's totally fine. <laughs> yeah it's yeah I, I i have a lot of like people online that i i chat with all the time um and it, it was funny because when covid started we were all just sort of joking around with each other because we're like this is kind of great because we're all like yeah. socially anxious introverted people whatever and what what covid meant at the start of it you know covid sucked 
for many, yeah. many reasons. But um, <laughs> it meant that people that we normally would want to hang out with but were too busy now had a ton of free time, right? Now yeah. they're just at home. And it's like, hey, me and these people are playing this game. <laughs> Do you want to come hang out? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, cool, great. Welcome to my world of online yeah. gaming, right? And um, in a lot of ways, like... Uh, outside of my like normal sort of nine to five job my life hasn't changed that much uh you know being stuck inside all the time obviously i can't go out and drink with friends i can't go out and see movies i can't like do that in that that nice in-person socialization that i used to take for granted um but a lot of my socialization was online it's playing games or just sitting in a, a voice chat just like yeah. chatting not too dissimilarly than how you yeah. and i are right now right just shooting the shit maybe a little bit less focused than like getting yeah. pseudo interviewed <laughs> um but like still just sort of just chatting yep. for a while and and just like catching up and talking about your lives right um and we've just continued yeah. to do that weird right my I, you know i play i've been playing D every sunday for uh almost three years yeah. now i think and it started online and it continues to be online and we just keep on like nothing changed literally nothing has changed so true um and so that's that's nice to at least have that constant i'm i'm pretty grateful for that it's so yeah. true well it was great chatting with you i know that you have you do have your D&D <laughs> to get to soon i do have my D&D yeah, yeah in 15 minutes um yeah. so thanks for sitting down and talking with me i wish it was in person instead of really far away um hopefully sometime soon that we will actually be able to see each other in person i don't know when that'll be but thanks sean so much for joining me on the episode today and yakking with me make sure to follow me on instagram at abnormal adventures podcast and to follow here on spotify um, leave me a comment on Instagram. Let me know uh, what you want to hear for the weeks coming forward. Um, or just tell me how much you're enjoying this so far. Thanks.